Soundbites Radio is your source for candid discussion aimed to create a world that's inclusive, spiritually connected, living in love, peace, joy, harmony, and abundance now. Content ranges from social justice to racial equity, religion, arts, culture, and more. International Radio, Black, Black Consciousness is the, the claim, claim, one world is the aim, aim. all day, every day, in unison, people. Ashe, <laughs> um, I'm Asika Nefera, and this is Nefera, Nefera to Mahati Ra, um, and we're here uh, talking about what we need to talk about as Black people dealing within the Black American experience, the Black world experience, the diasporic experience, um, as Africans looking to, to reshape our, our our consciousness, reshape our social yes. landscape. Um, and get free, but you know, by any means, I start to brother X, you know, by any means. Um, and for starters, we get to have conversations, right? We get right. to heal by talking it out with each other, talking it out because we don't talk enough. Communication is key if we get, to, if we need to get to the next level to, you know, where we are. Exactly. Um, so yeah, we here. Open our throat chakra. We're going to open our throat chakras out sure. here with you tonight. Bless everybody. Thanks. This is just the book we Thank see you. Thank you for joining us. We really appreciate you. Joining the conversation. Got hey, some interesting stuff to talk about. 
Um, Sister Brooke, we're still watching uh, if you didn't see Queen and Slim. We're not going to go into too I don't think we're going to go into too much detail. Okay. <laughs> I think we're going to talk about the back. The not background. Anything just, like, I think we're going to talk about the background, but not necessarily particularly Queen and Slim. So the topic tonight is who is telling our stories? Right. Is it enough to have a front-facing black person, meaning in black face at the helm? Who's telling our stories? Who is telling our stories? Um, so we're going to dive into that. Um, Queen and Slim, I don't think, I think we'll wait till next week maybe. Oh, give okay. some more people some time. Yeah, we'll give you give you our time. Because we, we, we really, we when, when be... we do analysis, we get down into some real yeah. crevices. And more often than that, we'll probably end up telling about the movie. We definitely so, are going to have all the spoilers. Because there's, there's tons of... <laughs> there's a lot to unpack. There's a lot to unpack. Haven't seen it yet. I'm easily triggered. Okay. Uh, we hear you. It's, it, um, and it's it can be very triggering. Um, in more instances than one throughout the entire movie. I don't know how long that movie was. I feel in. like it was a long It was movie. like two hours, probably. I think something like that. Um, and it was a lot of pieces. It was definitely a lot of pieces. But, yeah, we'll wait. We'll wait. We were very excited about just talking about it tonight, but we'll wait. We'll, we'll give y'all peace around there. Um, we do hope y'all see it within the next week's time because we will talk about we it. We will be talking about um, it next week. Because there's a lot to talk about. And there's been yeah. a lot of just energy in the space um, you know, think pieces on think pieces. People have any different perspectives around what the actual meaning is and things like that. You yeah. know, what was the story to Lena Waithe and uh, Melina Masukas is trying to tell? Um, whole bunch of things. It's not good. Um, good and not good. All of them in the space is just weird. So what we're gonna we're gonna need that for next week. But we do want to assess what it means to have our stories told. In media, whether it be black, whether it be cinema, um, again, whether it be music, whether it be um, novels, books. Um, but what I see a lot in the space um, as of late is we, for a long time, representation has always been key for us, right? Mm -hmm. We're clear on that. And a lot of our, our American experience and film experience has been like you see a lot of Euro, Eurocentric um, figures, Eurocentric like leads or what have mm -hmm. you in the forefront of, of different stories, whether it be of superheroes, of mice of men, of whatever you want to call it, that mm -hmm. was it. That's all you would see on the screen. You know, for the past few years, I'd say, would you say maybe the past 20 years or so? It's been yeah. like a good a good uh, surge of a variety of black, black cinema. Black cinema. Right? And uh, Tyler not, Perry. not nothing, yeah. Tyler, not you know, just like, comedic, but, you know. Not just comedic, but mixtures of things, of drama, and of like, you know, of, of leader roles, of love, of, um, you know, mm -hmm. strong stances and things like that. Um, and, you know, like Best Man, you know, Love and Basketball and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. You know, those stories kind of opening the doors for, like, having positive, so to speak, look back on the kind of weird <coughs> relationships. But we had those stories, right? And then they've, they've grown into you seeing black leads like Blade and, you know, that being an iconic film. <coughs> Shout out to Wesley Snipes with that one. Right. Um, and then more as of late, though, within the 2010s, you've seen a big surge, surge of black directors and writers really giving their just due around telling stories. Um, mm -hmm. But the issue is how complete is the story? How complete, how in-depth is the story that can actually matter to, to, to black minds and souls? Mm -hmm. Right? So so we, we're going to get into that a bit. And like, what What's the angles? Like, right. you know, and, and, and since we... There's a few things to disclaimer ahead of time. Like, we know that all black is not created equal. Right. And you know, we talked about this. Dr. That, Joy yeah. DeGruy spoke before about everyone is not entering this conversation the same thing. That's her statement. I paraphrase it, and I said, we're not all entering this Pan-African revolutionary responsibility, collective conversation at the same place. Right. Many of us are still within our developmental place where we don't even understand how committed we really are to this conversation about our African identity, our black identity, unity and community. So many of us, we're still in our unfolding within our own selves and within our, you know, we, we want to find a sweet spot where we can kind of maneuver in both worlds when, you know, you can't serve two masters, so you got to make a choice. So if you're maneuvering, you know, mm, so since we're all having these varying degrees of where we are, where we are, um, Camera. <laughs> where, where we are, our commitment level, mm. there's a few things to understand that all black is not created equal. Right. And 
I was talking just the other night at Nicholas. Uh, shouts out, ha! Shouts out to our people. Let's shout out people. Oh yeah, yeah. Before we, we continue, we're we gonna we, shout out to our people. Right. Um, we got shout out to Taji Mag. Yes. Um, the for five year anniversary. Five year anniversary. We say this we were just there last night. Um, at Nicholas Brooklyn, black owned space, cultivating oh, black energy, black love, black entrepreneurship, black economics. A little bit of you know some some um. Got, you got Umoja, you got some Ujima, you got some Ujama, mm-hmm. all up in the space with that. Um, collective, you know, uh, collective economic, cooperative economic, excuse me, um, empowering black spaces and, and black dollars. Mm-hmm. So, shouts out to Nicholas, always be in the space for that. And shouts out to Taji Mag, Marie, um, Melanating, you know, the Brother Will Focus mm-hmm. uh, for bringing in that space, you know, having conversations that are fun, but also serious to, to our black landscape. Um, Inviting me on to perform, um, it's always it's always a pleasure to perform for my people, um, and just sharing the space, you know, like food and vendors and everything it was a beautiful experience. So we don't talk about stories, stories also in a real life context of like how are we shaping our everyday stories, right? And who gets to be that? So shouts out to them for being the everyday storytellers um, of our African, our Pan African experience, what they get to look like in real time. So just want to shout y'all out. Love. Check out Taji Mag. Five years. It just dropped issue twenty one. No, issue twenty one drops this weekend. But yes. check out Taji Mag. I'm just gonna telling us. our stories through black editorials and beautiful imagery, beautiful okay. Africanness with the the the, the 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 melanin popping all in the cover. It's beautiful. Okay. So you know, revolutionary African sure. love out here on these mean streets. Okay, yeah. we gotta say save the African love, save the black family. Yes, yes. Um, so we were having a conversation mm-hmm. about, and, and remember, we, we talked to you about before, you need a landscape of access in order to completely understand or to begin to chip at this whole conversation of what's actually happening in this landscape. Um, and part of that is understanding that at developmental milestones, there's a, the consciousness of, psychology and developmental milestones. As you meet certain developmental milestones, there are certain barriers, and it kind of puts you in this little maze kind of thing. So since we don't know what level of your commitment to the African diaspora you're entering this conversation, based on your developmental process as you've been addressed by the situations of your circumstances, being raised within whatever context you were raised in, it shapes how you think and process information and the decision-making processes that go into the things that you do and actions and things you say and your creation by virtue of what you are making. And if you happen to be a writer or a director and you are making a story about African experience, What is the depth of that experience? What is the depth of that? What is your prism? How are you seeing? Mm. I have affirmed some time ago that part of what we deal with is a subordinate posture within our social context because so many of us, unbeknownst to ourselves, because we've been in that pressure cooker and because we've been conditioned by our circumstances, have accepted a default, which is a subordinate posture. So we think within lines. We think within the lines. We color within the lines. We draw within the lines. We prospect within the lines. We project within the lines. We create and conjure. We dream within the barriers that were given to us. This is when we say a subordinate posture. There are some of us that cannot even conceive of life without the impact of white-centered consciousness. Mm. They never even thought it was a thing. And particularly those that are winning in the matrix. If you're winning within the context, you have no reason to think outside the box. Yeah. In fact, it never occurs to you that that's even a thing. So with that being said, we're dealing with individuals who their last recollection of an African experience was the way they used to be 10 and 20 and 30 years ago. And now they have suddenly arrived into a space where they've entered privilege. And it only takes 10 years to master something, according to Malcolm Gladwell's theory of mastery. 10 years of self-mastery means you've done something for four hours a day for 10 straight years. And if you've been living in privilege for 10 straight years of your life, it's very likely that you forgot the sensitivities and the nuances of eating grits for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, right? 
And why am I saying grits for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Because the affluent African is not the majority of the African landscape in America. That's a fragment, right? And that was within the box. That was the context of white-centered consciousness giving you a framework of which to create your success. And our black folks, because it was, you know, you got a Cadillac, mm -hmm. you got a big house, your kids go to HBCU, you know, they gave you a context for which to reach because you think within the matrix. Mm -hmm. Your consciousness creates and perceives within a framework. And someone gave you your method and your interpretation and expression of success. Right. So how are you going to tell our story? Right. In any way that's authentic. If you forgot what it was like to be earthy and connected to the people, if you've forgotten what it means to be connected to the family in terms of the vibration that is the ascending of the African soul and the opening of the African spirit, if you don't understand what it is to create your greatest good, unabridged, without white-centered consciousness, many of us have never even endeavored that conversation at all. It's an entirely new frontier entirely, and it's scary. Because the majority of us continue to think within the matrix. We think about the financial system. We think about how to get our come mm -hmm. up when it comes to how deep can we get into this American experience? How can we exploit either ourselves or our circumstance or something within it or somebody? We function within the context of the matrix. Right. So who's telling our stories? Right. And I'm holding, um, not even realize what I'm holding ideals for what what success for like money for like you know beauty style whatever the case mm -hmm. may be that's defined by who, not by anybody that looks like you. Right. So how do you how do you even measure that particular standard? And then on top of that, you, that standard is the measurement the measuring stick for everybody across the landscape that has been had that has succumbed to this um this white supremacist structure, which is a lot of people and a lot of countries and continents that have succumbed to that colonization. Mm -hmm. Um, of the mind, of what's beauty, what's 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 financially what's financially um, capable, affluent, stable, like stable. Yeah, right. exactly. Thank you. Like what to you reach know, for? What to reach for? Which lane? So not every going? everybody's following the same posture when everybody operates within a culture that that has different um, spectrums of what it means to be successful or to be prosperous or to be in, or be loving be or to be family or to have was that to have your greatest good as an African. Right. Exactly. To be your best self, period. And then, and then you struggle with that for years, and you're trying to figure out what that fuck that even means. <laughs> like, what, what is your best self? Means. What is your what is your best? I'm gonna do my best. Do you know what that is? Maybe you've done your best this whole time. Maybe you've been doing your best. I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm say a line. I'm gonna say a line. I have uh -oh, to. Oh, she'll say a line. I have to. I have to. I have to. So what the character Slim? Uh, sorry. Yeah, the character Slim. He said. Oh. Why black people always got to be excellent? Why they just can't live their life? Mm -hmm. Why you got to be so much extra, extra? You know what they said right. to us? Because there's a whole list of narrative they told us. You got to be twice as good to be good enough. Right? Mm -hmm. Right? That's what they told us. You got to work twice as hard. You got to work twice as hard. I saw an article today that was like... You, you got know, to work twice that. as hard just to be good enough in the white man's eyes. That doesn't necessarily work. mean that. That doesn't necessarily... Because that means you, you accept a subordinate posture. So in order to be good enough to be in a space with white-centered consciousness or with white people doing what white people do, you got to be and work harder twice as hard. Is that true? It's not true. But guess what? Twice we used to come to it. And I've been told it a dozen and one and three thousand and four thousand times. And in our community, this narrative, I've heard it in so many spaces, is perpetuated. As if to say that whiteness is the standard. Because in other words, that's what you actually said. Hmm. Not, I'm going to be my best. I'm going to work twice as hard so that I can catch up because you're not behind. You're not behind. Yeah. There's barriers right there. Exactly. Right? And it also says that what you're reaching for is obviously white standards because those are the best. Inadvertently, you've already submitted yourself to the subordinate posture as second best. Nobody cracked the whip. The curse of the Willie Lynch letter manifests in action and in thought. Right. You see, whether it's a real document or not, it's irrelevant. The psychology of it is substantiated over and over again within our actions and behaviors. Right. And someone did that. Because you end up looking at yourself as, yeah, I'm a successful black man or black woman, but I'm not 
successful. Because until they see me as successful, I'm still not successful in this life. I'm successful in the black community. Eh, that's cool. Right. I did that. So great. Mm -hmm. But until they see me as successful, I I got a lot of work to do. Mm. And that's what we live by. When we we say the the white man's ice is colder. That's what grandma said. Grandma (laughs) said, you know how these folk do. You know, white man ice is colder. Right. So because... Yeah, no, go ahead. Because we've sub- we we've accepted the subordinate posture. What we got ain't good enough. If unless unless we can sit at the kitchen counters and eat breakfast with these folks, our food is not good enough. Our company is not good enough. Just being in a space of and we keep saying that we need spaces that's just for us, and yet we keep breaking our necks to bring white centered consciousness into these spaces. We're not even coming in with our whole heart. Who's telling our stories? Who's presenting us to media? Because the Brooks says, can we argue that aspiring to have those things, i.e. a Cadillac or big house, attending an HBCU, which may have not been the goal, but just the school you chose, that those things are just worldly and doesn't stop you from being earthly and connected to your roots? I wish. I I'm mean, not seeing it. I'm not seeing it happen. Yeah, not in any like. I'm not seeing it happen. It's not a criticism. Yeah, it, just, it is. That's it is what it is in the space. I've just not seen it occur. Now we know you, right, to a degree. Right. Um, an application is, is entirely different. Yeah. Um, I have a very high standard when it comes to the ascending of the African soul, the opening of the African spirit. I actually take no shorts when it comes to it. I actually don't allow any any space for gray areas. Mm-hmm. I don't hold any, um, what do you call it, split thought, double loyalties. Our people need a very rigid consciousness because we are in danger. So, and I know that we can do it because we give all of our first fruits to the matrix. Mm -hmm. And we've been producing uh, phenomenal returns for the matrix. We built this country. We built Europe. We've built the economies of other countries all over the world. Mm -hmm. So I know we are capable if we have, if we can redirect our energy. So when I, when I stand and say that I can see our potential, I don't accept any shorts when it comes to it. And I know that it's difficult for some of us who have had behaviors that are in this matrix for so long because we believe that it's our only way, and that's what I mean by subordinate posture. And when they say you wrestle not against flesh and bone, that's the opportunity to war with your mind and take and, and free yourself and break the chains and curses. Those, when you, when you see the imagery of these artists that are drawing pictures of the, the young boy with the, with the chain on his head, these are the chains. The, oh, yeah. This is the real the chain, application. The lock and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, the chain, the lock, and the key, and he's Bro. trying to get away and trying to break the key. This is the real manifestation of when the work is really done on the ground right here. It's when you strip those things. One quick key. One quick key to keys to soar. If the system can't give you nothing, it has no control over you. If you don't want nothing Caesar has, if you don't want or desire anything Caesar has, you can then make decisions from a place of strategy as opposed to desire, which is all low functioning on, the, on, your, on your chakra. It's low vibrational, lower half. You're functioning out of ego, desire, need, as opposed to strategy. That's it. So... I'm not saying yay or nay to you. That's your life. You live your life. Whoever lives their life lives their life. But from where I'm standing, I'm holding us to our highest possibility of what I know that we could create ultimately mm. without short-sighted. And I'm not, I'm not on the other side of the fence. I'm holding you to your highest, and I'm actually expecting for you to show up because it's not in the space. There's a space that we live in in this current phase of our living experience as African people across this country and the world where there's a whole lot of gray areas being created to, to, to weaken your will. We already, our willpower mm-hmm. is already so weak as it is. It doesn't take much to just... We move right. in with the wind like trees. The Bible even talks about like, like trees in the wind going to and fro. I don't know which end you're going. 
Because that's the challenge with the battle because let something in that other side of the fence be more tempting in the moment, then it becomes a battle within yourself or where does, you, like you said, split loyalty. What is your loyalty ultimately end up lying? And then that means where's your energy more concentrated? Well, you, may exactly. be in, well, you may be in two, three, four different spaces. Where does your energy ultimately take you? Yes. And is that the most forwarding space for you to for be you. in? While you may still have your foot in these other different spaces, if this space has taken up a lot of energy, it feels good or whatever the case may be, and it takes you on a, on a journey you're kind of enjoying mm -hmm. a little bit more than this, because a lot more times, more often not the earthly journey, whatever you want mm -hmm. to call it, becomes a little bit more challenging than the other stuff. And that's what tends to shake people away. But once that gets into the space, then you, then that's where that battle comes. And to rid yourself of that battle is to rid, is to ultimately rid yourself of those those temptations completely. You know what I mean? I'm not talking about temptations. Oh, you want to the circle of strawberries of life? Man, like that. miss me but all that. Like all temptations that like this, this is, is like something deal. that's like like within the matrix, like a really high paying job that can like eliminate all your your financial woes in the current moment. Versus oh, having owning your exactly versus owning you 100%, there may be a little bit more struggle here, things like that, whatever. And struggle in itself, it doesn't is, have to be a struggle, it it's only a struggle, a struggle because we don't have our collective energy, right? We're not pooling our unit together. This is why there's a struggle because nobody else in the matrix struggles, only us, even diasporic Africans from mm -hmm. other segments of the African diaspora. In this matrix experience, they do not struggle because they know to lean into one another. Mm -hmm. it's, a re it's a default. It is only the specific American African or, or individuals who have lived in this country long enough to have been programmed into this selfishness of thinking. Mm -hmm. You know, other cultural experiences, those people, they fold into one another and they know that their strength is in their unit. And they keep their culture their language. There's a few things that, that gives them edge mm -hmm. above African and American experiences. It is what it is. It's not a good or a bad. It's, a, it's something to assess because it's a need to create a strategy to get in front of it. Mm -hmm. I'm not having a sympathetic conversation and, and a poo-pooing conversation about some of these things. Mm -hmm. We literally got to check some of this stuff off so we can move on. Like we got stuck in some of these things to the point where it's just a spinning cycle and you're having conversations with people over here, having conversations, just stirring up foolishness and not providing no answers, mm -hmm. just making noise. And everybody's saying clever things because they read a book. <sighs> this is not about clever. Buzzwords. People's lives are in danger. They are taking our children and putting them in the school to prison pipeline. They are federally trading prisons. Who do you think they're going to put in those prisons? Who do you think's lives have been, you know what, X, get rid of them? Mm -hmm. Who do you think this is happening to? There's no need for, I'm not talking about a Cadillac, because that's like so shallow to me at this point. It doesn't matter if it's a freaking hoop, hoopty. Does it get you from point A to point B? It has a function. Mm -hmm. Same way when you talk about religion. Religion has a function. People hold it so hard that they hold it harder than their, their identity as an African, which like we talked about, what is your level of commitment? Because listen, if you black, we family. Mm -hmm. That's where I come from. And I've been living this way, but guess what? How many times have I had my, how many times have I had to turn the other cheek? Right? Because you're supposed to turn the other cheek. That's the regulation. If you're going to live by the code, right? How many times have I got my cheek slapped out mm -hmm. of being out here? If we black, we family. Mm -hmm. But I've also gotten praise and I've gotten blessings and I've been, in spaces that were loving, not as many as was psh, psh, two piece to the face. Right, because we, by and large, we've been taught to succumb and, and conditioned to be relegated to trauma all the time. That means that how we treat ourselves. So mm -hmm. it's so it becomes a greater challenge for us to be in a space of loving each other because only the trauma makes sense. The mm -hmm. trauma makes the most sense in life. Like I, we're not living our full black life if. Unless we got to be struggling or something's got to be hard. And then in the human landscape, is the whole life is hard. I hope BS. not. Like, it has to be hard in order for you to live it. When it doesn't, it actually doesn't have to be hard. We don't have to hold life hard. We don't have to hold black life hard. We don't none have to, of it. None of it has to be hard or difficult. It really is, is what we've been conditioned to believe, but based on 
the ideals of someone that isn't even black, that isn't even African, that doesn't even hold any form of spirituality that is meant to forward us. Because to forward us means to, in their eyes, to eradicate them. When, you know, that's not even a conversation. So you can't, so when you're talking about who's owning our stories, who's telling our stories, yeah, we're moving beyond cinema to like the real life every day because our stories is how we live in real time, how we curate our experiences. And a lot of that is curated by outside media. A lot of that is curated by Well, because um, you got to make a dime. Historical truth. Remember, it's always about making a dime. Yeah. It's about making a dime. And, you know, at the end of the day, we talked about this before. You have uh, Peppermint, white woman whose child and husband gets shot at a carnival. She turns into a vigilante five years later, trains up, learns how to use all types of weaponry and et cetera, arms herself to the teeth and nails, goes and takes out the whole... I don't even know these gangsters, these 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 cartel mm-hmm. guys, right? Because mm-hmm. they're doing their drug deals. The police know about it and don't arrest her. She killed them all one by one. Um, <clears throat> you t- you have Hannibal Lecter, who's a psychopath, um, and you know he's he's in prison. There's stories. There's a landscape of different types of stories, and oftentimes a white person is going to end up. They're going to be the hero. They're going to save the day. They're going to get the bad guy. Or right. if they are the bad guy, or they are the bad guy. They're idolized because of the way they've told their story. It makes you feel like, oh, well, yeah, maybe he wasn't so tormented, bad. You know, no. right? He was a psycho, he like like the Joker. Psychotic. The Joker was a freaking killer. Like, what's good? He was a killer. Uh-huh. Granted, society may have made him, but he was a killer nonetheless. And, they, they, and we can't allow people in a civilized society to just take up arms and kill at will. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work, but. Everybody loved the story because, you know, he man against the system, man right. against the machine. Right. Right? Shot a man in, in his face on broad on, on, on a live broadcast and danced and laughed about it. And everybody thought that was like the bomb. <laughs> no yeah. kickback. But the thing about it is that there's a landscape of narratives. Mm-hmm. There's not just one type of narrative. There's not buffoonery crap, black folks foolishness, uh, Mama Mabel, Mamie, and black people making fun about themselves and their grandmothers to the point where now the matriarch of the family has no strength and validity in the household anymore in, many, many, in, in, in a social landscape because they've torn down this image and this was a mechanism against the system. But guess what? You think and you create and you produce within a framework. And that's what you came up with and a whole bunch of people clapped and thought it was clever. Because it's okay to sell out for a little while, as long as it gets you to where you got to get to, and then you can do good later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it ha- you, that, that's legal. You can right. you can do that. That's okay. And that's the mindset that's become like, let me do a little bit of this, a little bit a of little dirt. stuff, a little bit, little bit, exactly, a little like, bit of a little poison, bit of dirt. But later, I'll, I'll fix it. I promise. I'll fix it up later. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Because that's legal. We can do that. That's okay. until you're too far gone into the system, and then like you can't even get back to do what you need <coughs> to do later. <coughs> right. But this is what we this is this is what we got to look at, and also we need to understand something about too. People can't coach past their own prism. Right. If people themselves have deficits, as so many people have them, and have not gotten clear about their own deficits, they cannot support you past those deficits. It requires a certain degree of self mastery mm-hmm. to catalog your own deficits and say, "Well, listen, I'm having a snag here, but this is what you could do." And if you can get solutions to this thing, maybe you can help me unsnag myself through this space. But you know what people do? They're not in a relationship, so they're going to tell you, you need to leave that sorry ass nigga. They, they can't give you good support system, and they can't give you good advice on how to be with somebody. Yeah, well, this person, this woman has never had good friendships with women, so how is she going to teach you how to cultivate good relationships mm-hmm. with women? Mm-hmm. How? Anything she's going to tell you is going to be contrary to anything that's productive. But we don't all know where we're entering this conversation about commitment to the African landscape. To know and to see the discerning eye as to who, and you know what? I've learned because, you know, some we all fall short, like they say, right? Of mm-hmm. the glory, right? We all fall short. So there's also a thing, chew, chew, up the, chew up the bone, chew up the meat and spit out the bone. That's what it ends up being. Like, not, not the gospel truth. 
Because there's a lot of places where it's like the gospel truth is not even available to you. So knowing when to take it and when not to take it and when to leave cle- folks' clever sticks behind. Mm-hmm. Oh, so-and-so just says something clever. People just so gullible. Oh, just was- take it because they didn't think of it. <laughs> that was clever. That was, that was amazing. That was it was brilliant. just clever. That's all it was. It, it wasn't necessarily true. Right. It sounded like a good idea. Makes a little bit of sense. Right. Let's rock with it. Right. And that's what they do. Oh, well, you know, I like so-and-so. So-and-so is a nice person. We're friends. They said something clever, so let's just rock with that. Mm-hmm. Really? Until they're not nice. So there's the part of creating your own, doing your own research and developing your own self-mastery so that you tune up your own eye and your own discernment. Mm-hmm. Your own discernment, taking responsibility for your own actions, self, thought, Speak and taking control of that and doing that unpacking and learning. Mm -hmm. I saw something recently that I'm going to look at in terms of implementing a process of personal development. Most of us have just been guided into this getting money, try to try to make yourself a better person with stuff. That's all we've ever known from birth. We're going to school so we can get up and get more money so we can buy more stuff. That, is, that has always been life. Right. And let's go and do things so that people can see us doing stuff so it appears that we have privilege because that's going to make us better than the people who don't have stuff. And you fill up your space and you fill up your life and your room so you have all this With stuff. stuff. Now, uh-oh, I need to make more money so I can get bigger space stuff. to put more stuff in. And show everybody that I have more stuff. All this stuff you put in the space, you're still empty. And empty and show up hollow and empty. Because I run into a lot of people with a lot of stuff, and they have z- zero vibes. You know what I said? The personality of a cucumber. Now you sure got a lot of stuff to be so empty. People will forget <laughs> what you did, and people will forget what you said. But people will for- never forget how you made them feel. And if you have the inability to make people feel, Anything. it doesn't matter what you have. <laughs> people will just be in your company because you're a cool kid. Or people be in your company because of what they think you can do for them. Yeah, you're an asset it's until an you're not. And that's it. You're an asset until you're not. And a lot of times, these people are actually looking for authentic relationships. Mm-hmm. But you can't create what you cannot vibrate. Yeah. See? And then, so then they default to arrogance and being pompous and obnoxious and privileged and judgmental. Mm-hmm. And that's just what happens. And then it doesn't look good. Right? So these are the social things that we get to check in with while we're looking into the world and we're receiving vibration from music, from TV. You know, I'm just talking about uh, this this conversation is towards other Africans within diaspora. Mm -hmm. I don't expect nothing from no other nobody. Mm -hmm. They had a Cuban woman who's from across the African diaspora, but she's not raised with this consciousness. Mm -hmm. And she probably never met an African that ever gave her any insight into this conversation. And white people know you clinically. They have a checklist and categories that this is how they this is how they pick black people. Oh, this uh, this kind of black person, this kind of black person, this age group, this type of hair, this type of tall, this type of height. This is how they pick the catalog of just phenotype and psychographics. That's how they look at us. And unfortunately, as African people, we are beginning to look at each other the same way. Right. And we are having a lack of ability to connect with one another. Connect it's and unfortunate. See and see one another. And I see it feeling in the streets. It's like we just walk by it's each other. Crazy. We don't. We don't. We don't take into consideration one another. It's like you know, even something simple as like like this one black woman walks through the door on um, my job. She's literally mm-hmm. walking. You know, in my my mind is like, okay, she's coming. I'm opening the door. She mm-hmm. walked by. I go in. Done and done. Mm-hmm. We did our piece as human beings. We just like going through the other door, mm-hmm. and then like, okay, well, I'm seeing. My mind is now saying, okay, well, this door's open. Let me go grab that. She just lets it, and she just flings it open, seeing that I'm coming in. So it's like just completely detaching from a human experience. Yeah. Not even just as black, you know, black to black and whatever, like right on, but just as a human experience, just detaching from the idea of a human experience. I don't have to deal with that. So I'm good in my space. I don't have to. I don't have to worry about that energy. But it's not even so much about worrying about the energy. It is, it is how powerful you are enough to cultivate your energy in a way that all that shit doesn't even cultivate matter. Cultivate it. Generate what are you cultivating it. Cultivating your energy, energy. Curate your story, meaning how you move in your everyday experience, your everyday life experience with black, white, purple, yellow, whatever. 
It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter. And this is why I get so much kickback because I've been curating my own story for a long time. You know, um, and it's, 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 you know, I, I use myself and I, I mm -hmm. allow myself to have, to, for the space to have access to my experiences because I can, mm -hmm. because I'm curating the space, because right. I'm creating a space where I'm holding space for other people to come through. That's the purpose. Right, but see, instead of creating, cultivating community, what people do is they <clears throat> stick and move, and they take it and run, and they, be, they they live their lives in shame. Right, right, and this is a social context that we get to address because we have to check these things off so we can move forward. We cannot continue to be stagnant with basic social interactions if we have any intention on getting anywhere as a collective of people. Like, we can't trust the people who are telling our story, who look just like us. Mm. We got to second guess their motives. Right. And not because we've been programmed to do so, but because my discernment tells me that you are slighting me. Right. Because I'm not 100% certain that you are a stand for the ascending of the African soul and the exactly. opening of the African spirit and that you have integrity in that space. Right. I cannot trust that. So, therefore, I have to checks and balances across everything you tell me. To ensure that I'm getting the big, that you're holding me to my highest, and that you actually want to see me forward, so that I can win. Right. Because what are the depths, even as a black person, and these people? You're speaking <coughs> Excuse of, me. What are the depths of your understanding of what the Black American experience actually is? Yeah. Is it, is it top service, or is it much deeper than that? And if you're not having a deeper conversation about what the, black, the, the African in America's experience is like, then you're no different than the the non-blacks or anybody else. Who right. has a very top surface view? Even from like an international perspective, they have yes. a very top surface, very um, skewed view of what the Black American, who the Black American is. Cynthia right. Arrivio, Miss Harriet Tubman, right. you know, like, and 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 they go off of that rather than even going to research and doing your own stuff. Especially when you have the opportunity to become world world traveled, you're just moving in ignorance of well, this is the picture that's painted. This must how they be there. This must be how they are, mm -hmm. even though they look like me. But, you know, they're over there. They got that experience, whatever. I don't know what they're doing with their experiences over there and their opportunities. It's America. They're lazy. They're lazy. What are they doing? It's America. They're all dope heads. They all smoke reefer. What are you doing? They still, they sit on the couch. They're not working hard enough. Everyone else is getting there. Come up. What are you what, doing? What's it's wrong America. with them? Something is wrong with them. Black person. You're black people lazy. Mm -hmm. And that's, uh, uh -huh. that's the scope that they're, right. that they're viewing this in. In mm -hmm. any, any other country, it's like we're a tourist attraction. You know, it's like, remember the, the guy, black man who had locks, said he went to China one time, and it was like the area he was in, at least, you know, or Korea, whatever it was, and they'd like, they never see, act like they never seen a black person before. They had to take pictures of him and touch his hair. Like, mm. he was this, like, mythical creature. Oh, that happened in Paris. To you? We were in Paris, my friend Laurent. Oh, we were what? in the Louvre, and there was a group of... I'm going to just say Asian because I don't know if they were Chinese, Korean, Japanese, Filipino. I don't know. Asian people. And they thought Laron was some sort of Bigfoot or something because he's about 6'4". At the time, he might have been about 350, 450 pounds. Um, Beast man. Black man. Yeah. We were an undergraduate. We were, in, we were there studying abroad for the summer. Yeah. And we were doing a cultural experience and we were in Paris. And FYI, you know, it is a conversation to say that a lot of times when we have these types of experience, they take us to European countries in order to say, oh, this is the standard. Mm -hmm. This is what's best. Mind you, another country, another space that has what it has because of what it has taken from African people. Mm. It is what it is. And we go in there as tourists. <laughs> Most of that shit is, and ours. we go in there as tourists, <laughs> and half of what they got, more than half of what they have, is because they stole it from us. Then, like France Brit got all kinds of coin from Haiti because Haiti refused to be slaves. Didn't Britain just give Nigeria like some like bronze coffee cup or something? Something they stole that was like okay. Yeah, I'm not. Thanks. I'm not even just like talking about the artifacts. I'm talking about the people mm. and the resources. And how they destabilized Africa by stealing its people. The Europe is built on this. America is also built on this. Mm -hmm. They created, what they did was they created a melting pot. It's like you go over here and you find a place that gives you good fish. Mm. But this stream right here gives me good fish. There's a tribe up the road and another tribe back down there. 
we are going to plan on sh splitting this 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 river up and you'll catch him here and i'll catch him at this end mm -hmm. mind you there's people who already have access to that river <laughs> that river already services several tribes along this river no one should be cutting off access to this river right this river feeds the entire space here of mm -hmm. all of these different tribes but these new jacks just stepped on set and said that we taking access on this side we're going to take access on this side let's powwow without let's sign a little treaty and we're going out peace and whoever don't like it we're going to debo them mm -hmm. america and you europe that's what they did and they said whoever don't like it we're just going to drop bombs on them and as time progressed, technology progressed, and they had those scientists working overtime because they knew that they would come warfare. when these folks might be like, you know what, we don't really like you up in our house. Get out. No, but what they did was they got out quick, so they decided to share off, start selling off their shares and getting other people involved mm -hmm. in stealing from this river. China. Other countries, China. <laughs> yes. Right, so we got to look at what we actually deal with as a landscape, and we got to get out of these micro social interaction foolishness that holds us prisoner, and we got to get into a much bigger conversation. Mm -hmm. Because con people who live in this country that have access to their home country have a whole lot of a shot ahead of Africans, not only because white-centered so, so, white consciousness has given them preference in the system as long as you don't help African black people because they are the foundation that holds the system together. Mm -hmm. So as long as you're down there, you will continue to fuel the system. If you move up, who will take the ground? Nobody will take the ground because anybody else that takes the ground has a language and a country. Africans are the only SWOT analysis people. They have an agenda. African people in America are the only ones who systemically who are like the right uh, fit for this position on the ground because nobody's coming to help them. <coughs> Excuse me. In Africa, they've been shooting black folks right here in America all of this time. Who came for our rescue? Not a soul. Let you shoot one of these uh, individuals from these other countries. It will be an international incident. Mm -hmm. Their Hello. government would drop down in America so fast have you lost all of your senses? So this is why strategically planned that this particular demographic is sat here. And this is why every other, some other, who may even be a part of the African diaspora, but yet is not claiming that, this is why every some other gets access in the matrix except for African Americans. Because African Americans are the foundation of the system, period. And nobody is coming for them. They believe in a fictitious savior, which means that they're not pooling their own energy and sourcing their own greatest good and making strategic plans. They're all doing this all over the place and nobody is really committed to the ascending of the African soul and the opening of the African spirit. And they believe that we have to dig into the system deeper in order to get our come up. That's what we believe. No, we have to dig into ourselves deeper. So this is what we have. This is what we dealing with, family. So we want to really check in with who's telling our stories mm -hmm. and what their motives are. What they have access, and all brown is and not what they have equal. access to to tell us. Right? What tools are they utilizing to tell our stories? You know what I mean? Like, because the poacher can tell a story about the lion all day. Mm. What is, what does a lion get? If the, what is, what 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 say does a lion have? The lion's dead. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's what that's what we're working with here. Tell the African parable. The African uh, parable. The, 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 the hunter will always be the victor until the hunted gets to tell their story. Exactly. exactly. Right? Until the hunted gets to tell the story. And what doesn't, want, what, what doesn't want to happen is a psychological consciousness that everybody wants to be or have access to white-centeredness or white-centered mm -hmm. consciousness or the white social structure. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to have access to that. So what they don't want to do is tarnish, which uh, they said is um, their optics, the optics, your sight. They don't want the optics and the media and the propaganda to then flip and use against, which is why they took out Malcolm, because the message was getting out. 
that white folks are not the fucking best. Mm. They're not. It is all an illusion, Expose and they're using hands. scare tactics. Mm. Okay. Yeah, fear mongering has been the tactic for a Listen, very long. If time. you can drop a bomb on a on a community Here's... in 1921, and again in 1985 on American soil, you have no like like I don't know what else to say to you. Like I, at this point, this is the government thing that has done this. Like, at this point, I don't know what to say. So when I say that I hold you to your highest and I don't take no shorts when it comes to this thing, that's just where I'm at with it. You don't got to like it, so what? For those that hear, let them hear. For those with ears, let them hear. For those with... It is what it is. Mm-hmm. You got to show up and show out for yourself and for your future it and for your community. Because it does matter. It matters. It does matter. And working on your own consciousness and breaking it free from the illusions, 90% of what you have already believing in your belief systems are illusions and lies. And it's not okay, you know, to just be like, oh, well, is it okay if, you know, we let our kids just celebrate a little bit of Christmas? A little bit of Christmas. No, it's It's not. Christmas light. It actually isn't. (laughs) But, you know, everybody doesn't want to live with my type of strictness. Mm. And, 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 and and fast forward from three, zero to 60 immediately with swiftness and urgency because that's what the circumstances actually calls for. Like mm. we are in the third leg of an eight-leg race and it's hot out here. Like, and I don't know how much more urgent it needs to be. Uh, you know, and this is the thing. They say you don't really see it until it knocks on your front door. And that's when you want everybody to rally around you. But you know what? When it wasn't at your house, when it wasn't in your house, was an opportunity for you to plan, for you to prepare. An ounce of prevention is worth more than a pound of cure. When I look in the news and just how much, just in general, when you're talking about just film and like now they've got this technology, now they got this facial technology changing people's faces, and then the report years ago about they were changing people's voices on phone calls, things like that. Mm. It's like you really want to know how much it's it's. It's very diabolical and it, it highly concerns me. Um, I won't say fear yet, because I'm like seeing through it, but highly concerns me that how much of our news is even true? How much of our news is even something that's actually forwarding to us? And when it becomes a, a so quote unquote forwarding story, mm. how forwarding is it? Is it forwarding because it's genuinely forwarding or forwarding because it's to make you feel complacent and enough to like ease your tension so you can go back in for the kill? And remove you from the space once, like once again, like a, like an Obama. Like put you, they put Mr. Cool in in place for eight years, and lulled the black community the fuck to sleep. It's bananas. Because he's so cool. Jeez, the ramifications, man. Meanwhile, he was still upholding like a lot of the same shit, different day presidential stuff that harmed people. I Maybe mean, people we don't see, but they're still people. And the most deportation ever happened under his administration. They just had him there. It's just like, hey, look at me. Look at me, guys. Come over here. Look at me. Because why? Because the moment we wake up and get revolutionary, it's going to rock. Misdirection. So, it, exactly. It's misdirection. It's sleight of hand. Like you say, three-car three Monty. Three-car Monty. If the move your senses over here, lull the senses, dull, dull the senses, and keep you complacent over here while this stuff happens, because it's about to get really real. We about to just get rid of these folks. So, we need him to be the forefront, the face at the helm. And there's so much. To tell a new story. <coughs> oh, my God. And now we're left with those that be gained eyes to see. A lot of regretful black folk. A lot of like, man, I wish it was something, it was different. But my community still looks the same. Nothing's changed. Same thing, different day, just another color of the face. But at least he's cool and wears suits and goes on vacation. And it's not, it's just, it's what it is. This is an observation. It was, it, it was exactly an emotional response. And how do you get response. to black folk who are based in relationship and connectivity and energy by standard of who we are? Yep. It's emotional emotions. contact. Appeal to their emotions. We don't care about our emotions. We care about strategy and logic and moving forward with this. That's in the right. Plan and this keep is why they make the those top. types of decisions. They care too much about emotions. That's their stick. That's their kryptonite. Let's attack that. Get that. On every end of the, How do we the argument, that? the conversation, we can't even get past basic one. They want to be leaders. Got a clever something to say about something. 
<laughs> Brooke says, I can tell you how much of the news is true. That's why I left that industry. Okay, Zero. how much of it is true? Like 0.8 if that negative 26? I mean, it <laughs> happened on Broad Street. Like, come that on. That was it. Come on, Charlie. So I mean, bogus. But it, but the, t- the but the news and the newspapers, those are all uh, fear tactics, and mm. those are all the things that they use to spread their propaganda. Because you can have one they, story, not to cut you across, you have one story, have five different news outlets tell the same story from way different angles. And you wonder, what the hell is happening? Why? Because... When in one story, in the story of a, of a, of a black child killed mm-hmm. by police, one story, the black child was a monster thug. The other story, the police, he was a, it was an accident. The other story is, is, is so many different angles Very to come from. Yeah. But, but 95%, if not 100% of those angles will always have you be the aggressor or the person. Like, it was deserved. It was justified. It was by design. It made sense. It had to happen in some way. Here are some other pieces in this space. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day... You still had to die. Because then we got to get rid of you. You're a threat. We got to take your organs. It's fear-mongering. We got to do something. It's a tactic of the Willis letter. And because we've dulled the senses, we meaning the system, we've dulled their senses so much (coughs) around, you know, black death and black, you know, black lives matter, all that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Now we can have all these these young women missing, all these little kids missing, black little kids, black women. And how missing, is this happening? Now they run around going missing, black disappearing. Lives, how the hell a this three makes year, no sense. How the hell a three year old black kid go missing in China and wind up dead with his organs missing? How does this happen? And nobody a, wants so, to talk about it. A black soldier has his brain, his throat, take him in throats, and what was it, his heart? Missing. No. It's not his heart as long. I know his brain is throat because that threw me for a freaking loop. And I think one more organ was missing, a vital organ. Missing. They're showing up with organs missing. And what does that mean? Y'all watch the Get Out? It's bananas. We're magic. Everybody, but get your lack, girl. Go on and get your lack. Go on and get that lack. That's bananas. Like, I don't know. I know we better wise up, though. Yeah. We We better wise up. I mean, at the end of the day, we used to have our churches. Church... Church matters in the black community, and this is why this religion and Christianity always comes up in the conversation, because the foundation of the church was the place where we used to have our, uh, uh, what do you, what do Cat Williams said, the go to nigga meeting. Uh, <laughs> jokes. <laughs> we used to have our the meetings what? where all the black people <laughs> used to collect and have black meetings about black stuff, and that's where the strategic, the strategy meeting used to happen. It was understood that it was a mechanism for us to come together and feed each other spiritually, Mm -hmm. heal each other, and help each other, Mm -hmm. and plan what's next. Mm -hmm. That's what we did. Yeah. Big Mama and the sisters of the place would come together, and they would pray on the families. They would pray on the, the, the young people. They would lift them up in spirit. Okay. They would give them guidance that oh. they received. They would receive the guidance, right? And they would also plan on what's next. Mm-hmm. So the fact that now the church does not hold the position that it used to hold in the context of the African community, it has become obsolete. It's not an asset, okay? Because religion has a function. It's supposed to do something. It's supposed to give you access to something. Mm -hmm. Because it speaks to our natural nature of spirituality as African people. And they have, inside the cultural matrix, have taken a way to put it in a container. They put it in a bottle. It's in a bottle. And this is where you have compartmentalized your energy. Which now means you don't have access to it. So, no, I don't take a blind eye and say, I'm going to give you a pass. I'm going to say, get it and let's go. (laughs) Malcolm X said, leave your religion at home. It's a personal matter, right? It's between you and your God. But you don't need your religion to be a stand for the ascending of the African soul and the opening of the African spirit, which is a stand for the greatest good for the African. If it doesn't serve that end, let you and your God work out your conversation. 
But as far as we're concerned, we need all able-bodied talents and hands and, and, and energy on deck to move forward in a direction of unity and community. That's it. Mm. Like, if it's not practical, it doesn't work. So, family, who's telling our stories? You find that out. It's all, all black. It's not created equal. And all skin folk ain't kin folk. So you want to go through these narratives with a fine-tooth comb as to what you receive into your spiritual being, what you allow to take root in your center, chew up the bone, chew up the meat, spit out the bone. That's where I'm at with it. Ashe. Ashe. Well, thank y'all. Um, another riveting hour of sound. <laughs> riveting. Um, so join us next week. Like I said, next week we will get in further and deeper and talk about the story of Queen and Slim and what it op- and what it opens up. Um, the fact that Queen and Slim kind of didn't even show up in the movie, which is interesting. Right. Um, but nevertheless, call Queen and Slim. Uh, so we're going to look <coughs> right. at all the different nuanced pieces. Um, if you follow us, <coughs> Brooke, um, make sure you, you, you watch it <laughs> and get, and get, get as much it, con- Brooke, context like, get, as get you it, can. Brooke. Um, because we will be talking about it. Otherwise, you wouldn't catch the replay, then whatever. But we're going to talk about it. Because there's a lot of important conversations in it. It really is. Because especially when I see people talking about it the past couple of days, from coming from very different angles, it's very interesting to me, the Mm -hmm. complexities of it. So um, we're going to dig deeper into this, this, how our stories are being told. Um, next <laughs> week. <laughs> yeah, gonna be Girl, all the emotions. Buy, you better go ahead and all watch reactions. it. You better find it. Um, <laughs> you try Listen, to, I know where you, you at. They got some seven dollar movie theater on reduced night. Ain't that Alamo or something over there? Go ahead now. Oh yeah, it's seven dollar. You know whatever. Um, they used to have matinee day and all this here. Go to see it. Uh, no, but just seriously, go just go see it. Every every black person should just go see it. To educate We're, yourself, to make decisions that are educated and have a, a real sense of introspection and analysis, see the movie. I'm a social not, scientist. And, and, I'm going to see it. And, every, and FYI, it's not even about, there's no conversation about, oh, UK person, UK black person playing American black. No, if you can play it, you can play it. It's not, this isn't a Harriet situation because homegirl just said some nasty shit about us. So I ain't here for that. I ain't here for that. She could be She was Nigerian all about her privilege in the white matrix. So, so that's why she, she I wanted to try to shit on that. So movie. that's why and she got canned. Cicely Tyson played Harriet already. So go watch it. We good. Um, but go see Queen and Slim and uh, do what she okay. please. All right, so this is my international ladies, yo. Um, okay, international <laughs> so ladies. We're gonna close out. Ladies, Peace and blessings, everybody. Um, do echoes? Yeah. Centuries of pain and grief. Lightly put on the look at history. Long way for both to change. Still it's all the same. Hold up. Past 50 years, it's all a game. More killing just a week ago. When do you reckon that the redemption beckons? You can save a young mind in less than 60 seconds. When the application of education becomes your weapon. These are singular leaders alone gone. Communities in need, the people should stand strong. And everybody may be in the mind of uprising the face of bold known opposition to their lives. Law enforcement, of course, and no lawyers. Poverty is a commodity for a lot of G's. Do whatever it takes for that cheese. Bring a brother or a mother or another to the knees. On the block, so these juveniles are 400 degrees. Black grass struggling indebted to degrees. Delusion of inclusion, men and crippling disease. When you're working 40 times, it's hard for it's me. Skin's feeling like a burden on your shoulders. Rose colder than your teacher ever told you. Try to mold you to a drone of a soldier. They can sow your Hennessy and soda. Nah, they don't want the hair to feed you. The game done change when the bank goes to sleep through. Playing to the bruise, all to the people. Something flipping the poison, they bring the boys in. Last thing they want us to do, bring the noise in. Holding on to the glimmers of hope. But it's limits when the father being sentenced for dope. In the hood of kids, vision to diminish the scope. Soon the pipelines, killing chances to vote. Painting pictures of a future, only slinging the coat. Where's the images the figures to empower the goals? I mean, the real men and women, they can look to the broke. Black families adore that pain, though we made great strides over time. The village undergone great strain. Nothing was the same once innovation was the aim in the game. Man, seeing the city is on fire. 
good love for each other was long gone. In the fight to get back down to the wire, only speaking resistance to existence. Even though that mountain top is getting higher, we can stumble and fall, but we'll cover it all. Knowing freedom's the only burning desire. I can hear the echoes of my ancestors calling me. Calling out my name, hear them calling out my name. Saying kick the final line to the all free. When they just playing the game Quiet as kept Might be the dirtiest yet With every innocent death We consider the threat Our community's wept Under the rug we swept Every tear is dropped Every gun is popped Every crooked cop They can avoid a sentence Country's far beyond Any form of repentance Main reason I ain't ever letting go They can institute Every method and form of control But they never colonize the soul Time to go and break down the door Lay it on the floor Put it on the line I'll be remiss Not the ancestral cries And turn around the tide Of the sands of time And the planet divide Do it all over here now Should be enough To back down the fear now Same turmoil Different day Salvation She won't come if we only pray. No matter the depth of the struggle and the amount of the fight at the door, the surprise of a fall, we can never throw the power away. Dedication every hour today. Liberation ain't enough with complete freedom to truly all today. Cause we stand alone, pass through the hour to wait. Over the edge, we leap from the tower of faith. There was ever a time to redefine the history. Now I today. can hear the echoes of my ancestors calling me. Calling out my name. Hear them calling out my name. Saying keep the final line to the honor free. I pray in my lifetime, man, I pray in my lifetime. I can hear the echoes of my ancestors calling me. Calling out my name, hear them calling out my name. Saying keep the fight alive till the honor free. And I pray in my lifetime, man, I pray in my lifetime. Married my old self to my new self, created my best self. Spiritually blessed, born of the best wealth. My desire for this world is that it's living in its best health. Living in a world where they want to make it illegal just to be you. No one cares about right or wrong, fair or just. They want you to adjust to not being equal. Well, this is the sequel. Part one didn't go too well. This life's so crazy, most feel like they're living in hell. But we can't dwell on what it is. We must make it what we want it to be. Create our reality. Manifest our destiny. Climb to the top of every tree, planting flags of eternity. Listen, listen, listen to the echoes of the spirits walking beside you. Here to guide you, wings to fly you. God is love, the universe will never deny you. Deny you.